nothing tastes as good as a cup of Bahamian tea. Ah. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organization. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Welcome to Tea and Talk. This is Robert Bain, and this is Saturday. What what, what the day is? Today is the eleventh of March. Would you believe it? March is like marching on, right? Uh, today is uh, well. All t- um, podcasts for me is very special, and this one is even and Bahamian dialect special, right? Because we have three beautiful ladies sitting uh, uh, in front of me. Um, I know them. I know most of them since they were little. Uh, Tiara and Shani and uh, what's your name again? Kelisa. <laughs> um, I also, uh, you know, during one of the things that I do with, with this post- podcast is is say to my audience exactly the, the reason for this podcast. This podcast was started uh, to create a space for the artists out there because we don't normally have a space of our own. We always have to go to somebody else's space and, uh, and uh, basically just basically do what they tell us and give us the, and take in the time that they give us. In this case, the time is yours, whatever time you, you have. But that's basically what it, what it is. So we could talk and express ourselves and say exactly what's on our mind. And, and hopefully when we are completed with this, everybody out there, even including me, would be much smarter. Um, so we, before we start, one of the things that we do with our podcast, Tea and Talk, is we offer the, the guests uh, a little tea. Now, first of all, I know doctor, so I say that, I make that very clear, so I'm not giving you anything. I'm just reading what they have posted someplace that I downloaded, and, and uh, but we are having um, hibiscus tea. Right, you know, hibiscus is one of those flowers here you can find in the Bahamas. And by the way, we are broadcasting. This is coming from the Bahamas, Nassau, Bahamas, to be exact. Um, but uh, apparently, the benefits of hibiscus. Hibiscus basically is a tea that has it has a lot of healthy benefits. It protects uh, with antioxidant. I think I read that right. The hibiscus plant is rich in antioxidants such as beta carotene. Vitamin C. It fights inflammation. It lowers blood pressure. It lowers cholesterol. Promotes weight loss and fights bacteria. And it supports liver, liver health. So, we, uh, yeah. Oh, and before we begin this, that introduction you there. Um, normally, I forget this, uh, but the introduction, the music in the background there is done by um, a gentleman by the name of Jason uh, Ferguson. Um, they call him Minge. But he did this awesome um, rendition of Junkanoo, another version. Um, ladies, welcome to Tea and Talk. Um, welcome, 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 one and all. Hi. Can you introduce yourself and tell me a little something about yourself? 
Uh, my name is Tiara Johnson. I'm formerly known as Tiara Josie. Um, I am a school teacher, so I teach at Genesis Academy. I am also a dance teacher and the co-owner of the Creative Space. I am also the vice president of the Bahamas Dance Association. Come on. <laughs> and... My name is Shawnee Comer. I am the adjunct dance professor at the University of the, Beha- of the Bahamas, co-owner of the Creative Space, and president of the Bahamas Dance Association. Okay. Hello. My name is Kaylee Knowles. I am a dancer, um, performer, teacher, gymnastics coach. Um, I am also the event and community coordinator of the Bahamas Dance Association, and it's a pleasure to be here. And a member of Dance, a former student and of Dance Bahamas <laughs> School, and also a former member of the National Dance Company Absolutely. of Bahamas, yes. Well, I am I am excited to have you guys here. It's been a while. I've been talking to Shanae about this for a little while, trying to, to get you all here, because I wanted uh, to bring in um, what I call the new generation of dancers. Um, I think over, uh, well, let me put it this way. Before we, I ask that question, the question that I always ask my guests is, um, it's a very simple question. When we think of the Bahamas now celebrating its, its 50th anniversary of independence, from your knowledge, how far you think we, we have come in 50 years in terms of dance? Tiara, you want to start? <laughs> um, in terms of dance, I think there has been an evolution in terms of access to studios and kids being able to dance. Um, but in terms of where we can be with our dance and our kids being on world stages, I don't think that we have reached our full potential yet. I think we have a ways to go. I would certainly agree. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would, yeah, certainly. Um, we do have a lot of access to space, um, given the rise of social media and TV. Um, children have gained a lot more interest in professional dance or what they think is professional dance. But um, in terms of the, the way we've grown respect for, from our entire nation and what we do for a living, that's, that hasn't gotten very far. And my, that might be a whole thing worldwide, but speaking for our little island, Dance is definitely still something you have to do on the side. It's, it's never... Well, luckily, I've been able to hack the system <laughs> and have a million dance jobs, but it's never really just one that can really sustain you like you know someone that lives elsewhere could probably do. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think in, term, in terms of... Access, obviously, we've, we've, you know, expanded, but I have to say that I think maybe we um, have, what is the word, decreased 
visibility and or not visibility decreased um, support or respect for dance. I think um, during the times that Mr. Bay and your mom huh, danced, I feel like there was a lot more support in terms of even the government like sending people off to dance. Um, I don't. I think that there was more respect for the art as a lucrative like job mm. back then than it is now. Um, yeah. Well, I think it was a little. It, it was a little different because the the country was structured a little different. Um, uh, for the fact that back in those days there were shows, and those shows were not done by Bahamas; they were done by foreigners. And so we we, we just happened to be in place at that time when those things were happening. But my question to you guys, and you can answer it together. <laughs> you can sing it. Um, as younger people coming up in, in the arts, for young, younger persons coming, um, that you, I know you guys have a dance studio. Uh, as younger people coming up, what are your plans for, let's say, the next, I'm not going to say 50 years, let's say for the, for the next 20 years? That's a big question. It is a big question, right? It's a very big question. Um... I okay, well, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it is possible through, I think, like, you guys talk about access, and there are access in many different areas, um, economically and otherwise, all right? And uh, you guys are, you guys are well-educated, all of you are, you guys are well-exposed, I'm sure you, you guys have lots and lots and lots of ideas, um, lots and lots of things that you would like to see happen. Share some of those things that you would like to see happen and how you're going to go about uh, making it happen. I would like to see an actual, like, performing arts school. Like, I do appreciate that we have a few schools that have dance in their syllabus, have dance as a subject in their school, but a place for the arts, a place to grow artists... That's something I think uh, us as a country, we as a country can accomplish in 20 years. That's something we really need. We have, other than dancers, we have great musicians that need to be honed and, like, you know, nurtured. We have artists, you know, painters and actresses and uh, actors that can really find themselves in a place where it's for them, you know? And I feel like 20 years is a, is a long time. That was a long time to make that happen. Well, I gave you all a long range. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know. well, I feel even in 10 years, like, that's something we need. And it's there. Like, imagine all those children that rush for Junkanoo mm-hmm. have a place to really go where to read music, make music, be somebody. All right. I understand. Yeah. But I, um, yeah. Well, you guys are the younger ones. You guys are coming into this. Um, and there's 20 years is a lot. It is a lot. But I would, I would like to think that you guys would probably take another direction than we probably did, did years ago. Um, and, I mean, ideas are really cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, they, ideas come a dime a dozen. Uh, intentions come a dime a dozen. Uh, and, but unless you, 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 you are prepared to put the, 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 the rubber to the road, as they say, uh, 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 then nothing is going to happen. Um, 
tell us as as an association what it is that you, that as an association what i mean what do you, what what is your mandate what do you in, intend to accomplish tell me about your your mandate so the Bahamas Dance Association was created to become a space for dancers in the, in the community, dance teachers, dancers, um, people that are interested in dance to just learn one about dance. Um, we want to advocate for dance in the country. We want to teach the community at large about what we do, how we do it, um, in terms of like workshops and things like that, um, networking opportunities. Um, our first workshop, we brought in an, a dancer from L.A., and we brought him in, and we also um, got Bahamian dance teachers to teach alongside him and have their own classes, and he was able to participate in our classes as well. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's kind of the idea of what the Bahamas Dance Association is. We want to provide scholarships for students. Um, we partnered with the Shirley Hall Bass Foundation, um, in providing one of your students one of the first um, scholarships to study abroad mm-hmm. um, in one of the intensives. And that's just the idea of what we plan to do, um, just putting, like you said, the rubber to the, to the ground to like, do the work. Um, yeah, and just having the support to do the work as well is something that, uh, yeah the idea of us just coming together to support each other and doing what we want to do. Um, have have uh, like a registry of people like, okay, I need an African dance teacher. Let me call Kaylisa. I need a jazz teacher. Let me call Tiara. Um, and not just us being in our little bubble. Everybody um, trying to yeah. take every job. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. That's the idea of the Bombs Dance Association. Well, I'm hoping that you guys will try to help and systemize and put some some policies in place. Um, I think that is one of the things that need to happen in terms of dance in this country. I think most things in this country, uh, policies. And I think that you guys can do uh, a lot in, in that regard. Um, teachers, offering teachers the opportunity to better themselves. Because we have a lot of schools that are open in Nassau that shouldn't be open. All right. Uh, A lot of schools, they shouldn't be open. Um, And so, but we need to find, and if they have that ability to attract bodies, then we need to find a way to to help them. Um, Because something, this country is so small, is that sometimes one person does something and it actually reflects everybody. And so we got to be very careful of that. You know, but tell me some more of what it is that that your your association. Uh, I know you all have an event coming up, or just uh, or, or happened already. No, so we had to postpone it. It will be happening this year, though. Okay. Um, we plan to have it in September. It's the Careers in the Arts seminar, where we will um, expose high school students to careers in the arts to show them that you know that you can make a living in the arts. Um, you know, there's this stigma and oh you can just be broke as an artist but that's not ultimately true Um, but just exposing them to careers that they may not otherwise um, get exposure to Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be a doctor, a lawyer um, a banker someone in finance but you can be a stage manager you can um, own a studio you can um, have a music school you know Um, so yeah just 
become the next artist, the right. generation. Um, I know that UB has started a program. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that program and what 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 are the the actual plans for that? Um, so we we do have an introduction to dance course um, where we are we design the course to kind of touch on each genre of dance. Well, a few genres of dance, six mm-hmm. genres of dance. Um, we focus on history, theory, and practical, and it's doing pretty well. People are very interested, and at the end of each um, semester, I kind of just talk to my students about, you know, what did you learn? What do you feel about dance now? Mm-hmm. And at without fail, everyone, even up to this point, we just finished midterms, everyone is like, oh my God, I didn't know this much went into dance. I didn't know um, there was this much theory behind it. And it, it just makes me feel really, really good because, you know, you're planting that seed. And um, the plans forward, um, we are looking into building a BFA program um, at the university. And, uh, yeah, this was just the first step to see the interest and who, um, I guess, we would target. You know, it's amazing how you, you, you said that... Um the, the few students that you have, and I know your program have increased, has yeah, multiplied has. over so the past... Because co- of COVID, we started with 10. Well, because of COVID, and then it was in course, mm-hmm. we started with 10, and then the second semester was 10, but there were people emailing like, hey, can I still get in the class? And I had to obviously turn them away. But this semester, I have about 35 students, and See? it was 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's... So if you are imparting that kind of knowledge to them and them, them not, they being unaware mm-hmm. of the history and all the, all the, the workings of dance, can you imagine uh, impacting the whole, the entire community? And so I'm, I'm hoping that you can uh, affect them in a way that they can take it into their communities and also affect others. Yeah, okay. But I think, but I think it, it's an awesome, um, it's an awesome um, opportunity for dance. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out of the, the, the university, and I think the university should be one of those institutions that actually take the lead mm-hmm. uh, in research and also uh, uh, um, disseminating the information of, uh, you know, about dance. But you know, I know it's a, a step. It's, uh, you're crawling now, and, yeah. and soon, sooner or later you'll be, as, as we say in the Bahamas, soon directly, you'll, <laughs> yeah, you'll be walking. And I think what's also important is that we are learning from other people. So, yes, you go to the studio, but bringing in someone else, like for my class um, at UB, I think the first semester I brought in Miss Josie mm-hmm. to teach like folk. Mm-hmm. I brought in Kaylisa to teach African. So they're not only learning from me, um, but learning from other people as well to get another perspective on that. Let me ask a question, and, and, and uh, all of you, you can chime in on this one. Um, there are some individuals that believe that um, classical ballet should not be the basis for for any dance forms. They believe that classical ballet should, uh, uh, you know, they talk about folk dancing. How we should uh, we should just focus on folk dancing. Um, the problem is in the Bahamas is that our folk dancing is not codified. Um, people like it started back in the day with Alex Zabane starting to do that, trying to pull something 
um, trying to pull dance and give dance a a spotlight. Most of the steps I'm I thinking I'm uh, most of the folkloric steps that persons are performing today in Nassau are steps that were basically designed by Alex Bain and possibly a couple other persons. But really and truly, our dance forms are not codified. It's, it have, nobody have actually taken the time to research it and say, let's put it in this little, okay, this is heel and toe. People don't understand. Mm-hmm. They, understand they see heel and toe poker. They see the uh, uh, drill. They see whatever, the Kong style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they do, you see a sequence of dancing. Um, somebody perform a folk dance, and they got heel and toe poker, Kong style, everything in it. It doesn't work that way. Right? I don't know if persons understand that. The problem is right now our dance have not been codified to a point where somebody have taken it and say, we're going to do this dance. This is uh, the quadrille. All right? And this quadrille, is, this is how we will be known. Just like how Jamaica done reggae music. You hear reggae music, you know it's, it's, it's Jamaica. We could create uh, a dance in this country and we say the whole nation, this will be the national dance as we like to make everything national right um, knock the Kong style a dance created for that create the national the Kong style that is national right and hopefully that particular dance will actually go on and on and on for generations so now we can actually sit up we actually have folk, folk dancing but people normally tend to in my last podcast one of the, the, the participants, they talked about classical ballet uh, not being the, the, basic, the basics of dance. And I didn't say very much, but I tend to disagree. I think it really don't have, with folk dancing, folk dancing is fine. Folk dancing is all fine by itself. If you're going to learn folk dancing, then go learn folk dancing and do folk dancing. All right? And just do it in your country. All right? That's fine. That's, that's perfectly fine. But... If you are going to compete with other dancers around the world, yeah. you have to study classical ballet. Yeah. First of all, and I'm sure you probably mentioned this to your students, if you study modern dance, modern dance came out of classical ballet. In the, in the, the early, the mid-1900s, uh, 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 when people thought that ballet was so rigid they didn't want to do it, they decided to create something that was much freer that they could perform, right? Right, I'm just trying to set up something here. All right, and so they they so they started to 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 change it. They started to change and do modern ballet, right? Contemporary ballet, modern ballet, right? But the interesting thing about it, they say that classical ballet is not the basis of those dancers. But when you see a modern dance, you see an adab- an arabesque. Mm-hmm. You see an attitude, <laughs> I right? Was just about to say, you see first, second, third, fourth, fourth fifth position. positions. <laughs> all right, all right. And when you go to an audition, if you went to New York today to audition, even if you were going to audition for a hip hop job, mm-hmm. what are they going to ask you to do first? They, they're going to include ballet in your audition. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is that ballet dancers are reliable. People that study classical ballet, they are reliable in terms of learning, in terms of processing. They are reliable. Now, they may not be familiar with, with the, the folk, the ethnic stuff, because if I brought somebody here and said, I'm going to teach you Kong style, they have problem with, problems with it, all right? But if you don't study ballet, then when you are 
you can have a problem with jazz. You can have a problem with modern. You can have a problem with a lot of experimental stuff. Give me your take on that. I mean, I've said a lot. You have. <laughs> um, I completely agree with you in terms of classical ballet being the root. Um, I agree because... No, it's not the root. Be careful of that now. Okay. The base. The base. Right. The base of dance learning. Um, like we would have said, all of the terminology that we use, even in the different genres, sometimes they try to change up the words, but the base of the terminology is all from ballet dancing. Like you said, ballet dancers, they are disciplined. Ballet creates that discipline that you have to follow a certain regimen, a certain rubric, and you can't maneuver out of it. And so it creates discipline in our dancers. So I truly believe that classical ballet is the root and that it's it's a must in learning. What's that word, root? <laughs> the base. <laughs> it provides a base, eh? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's funny you bring that up because, like, where I went to college, they try to unlearn you <laughs> that, you know, ballet is the base and that you need ballet. They, they try to unlearn you that you don't need ballet to know how to dance and to be a great, you know, modern dancer. But that's because I went to a modern, you know, focused kind of dance dance college but coming from where I come from Mr. Bean <laughs> I honestly I honestly can't think anything else for real ballet gives you, you all your tools it gives you all your tools you know where to squeeze you know how to hold you know how to breathe and without it like you just be Panting up and down people's stage. Like, <laughs> honestly. Even in releasing, you know where to release, how mm-hmm. to release. You know timing, you know musicality. Like, those pianos, they don't, they ain't going off. No. So you better be on it. And that's the word you use, Tiara, is exactly the word I wanted to use when Mr. Payne said, dancers are reliable. Like, the first thing I thought was with discipline. Ballet dancers are disciplined. We know battle. <laughs> like behemoths, like society. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Well, you, you want it with that one? Well, yeah. They, I, dancers are, are reliable. For example, I came from the dance of all. All right? Classical school. All right? Very classical. But does the company only perform classical pieces? No. All right? Um, and you find most modern companies, all right? I mean, if you were. Most companies around the world, modern companies, jazz companies, they have to take do what every day? Mm-hmm. Take a ballet class. class. They warm up. They, they have to do. They have to take a ballet class because the the wisdom of the artistic director, right, uh, 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 supersedes everybody because he understands the fact that to have certain uh, um, a certain look uh, uh, to to have that that finish that we're looking for it isn't possible that it, it, is, it, it is imperative that the dancers uh, take their ballet class every day you know now so what are we going to do what are, what are we going to do because um, I think we have lost um, a generation of dancers um, you walked in the studio today and you saw a few kids in the studio. Well, they, these are, this is the present company 
Um, but these kids have been with me even since they was they were three years old, and now they they had a company, um, and they're these kids are really good, you know. Um, but we don't have a lot of kids like them. We have issues right now. I teach in the high school, the government school. I'm a government high. Prior to that, I was at, uh, at CP Bethel for a couple of years. But the kids are no longer interested in dance. And one of the reasons why um, I think that is, is because they can't see it. Mm-hmm. All right? They can see... A lot of them sign up for dance because they see it on TikTok. Mm-hmm or they see it on something on YouTube or something like that, and they feel that it's, it's, uh, that they can actually do that. So they come into to the studio. But what they, what they looked at, what they saw, was the finished product. Mm-hmm. And so once you say to them, um, no, you have, to, <laughs> yeah, you have to train, then that becomes another story. They become uninterested. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they don't understand that you have, it has, dance have, there's a system. And you have to, whether you do modern ballet, uh, uh, hip-hop, uh, whatever, ethnic, whatever, there's a system. And how are we going to fix this? Because the kids are no longer interested. They, they think it's, they, they don't, and it, even from the parents. Uh, I was about to say yeah. it starts from the parents because I think we have had a couple of kids this year um, where the kids didn't show up to top class for maybe three classes. Parents didn't communicate that they weren't coming. And it became more so, okay, I understand that maybe that dance is not your end goal, and that's fine, but it's about commitment. If you commit to something, regardless of the work that it takes to get there, you have made that commitment. Mm -hmm. And so I feel as though parents instilling in their kids that, hey, you made this commitment, you have to work for it, you have to train, you have to do what it takes, you have to try your best and put all of your best into it, then we can see a difference in the minds of the kids. Mm-hmm. So I think that the parents play a very, very strong role in the minds of the kids. I think something, sorry, I think something important what you said is that they don't see it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so us coming together as a dance community and putting on shows and doing things at the school so that they're able to see or things like the careers and the arts seminar so that they see that it's like here um, and that it's an option and that you know you have to work and having people talk to them and I don't know I feel like being visible is, mm -hmm. is like very very important and I know for me dance wasn't visible like I was always in dance since I was three but outside of my studio I didn't see it Unless it was Jean Canoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's a long way to go. I, it, it needs to be fixed. Uh, if you notice in this studio, uh, not uh, we have stuff in here, and I think we have, if you look in the ceiling, there are lights in here. And the lights are here because I, because I realized that I couldn't depend on anybody to do it for me. I had to do it myself. So I took my own couple of dollars, and I bought lights and put them in, in, in the ceiling. I took my own couple of dollars and I put them on a floor and whatever it is. The reason I'm saying this is that a lot of us sit back and we think that somebody else should do it for us. And I think if you look back there, there's a camera, uh, 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 a video camera. And That's because, 35 years old. Right? Uh, <laughs> 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 but no, but the camera, the reason I'm saying all of this is, is, is to say that um, 
what we really, what we need to do is uh, we need to forget those people and we all need to do stuff for yourselves. We realize, because I think that's the only way it's going to happen. I mentioned in one of the podcasts that we need to start doing, putting up subliminal messages that people will see, um, that they will know that we actually exist, that dance exists. Uh, we need to do stuff for TV, radio. You all need to create podcasts. You all need to do your own podcasts. Um, yeah, please, please, do your own own podcast. Uh, uh, there need to be stuff that that people can ask that's always down in their throats, that, that they could see always. That's the only way. And they need to hear from you guys and make sure that and you speak and say exactly uh, what dance is. People don't realize that you can get yourself a bachelor's degree, you can get a master's degree, and we feel like you can get your PhD. All right? Um, Another thing that you all need to do is you all need to do a lot of writing. You all, there should be an article in the newspaper. You all should put one there every week so people can actually read uh, so that you can educate your public about, about the dance in this country because they, they really do not know, not even the politicians. Visibility. All right? Um, um, nobody sees us. Uh, um, uh, the National Dance Company has been around for 30, 32, 32 years. Right. Well, this is the no. Sorry, thirty-one years. We started in nineteen ninety-two, uh, and we still have problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have problems uh, getting dancers to to be members of, of the company. People will say stuff like, "Well, uh, we can't, we, we can't dance at, at that level," but we say to them, "No, just come in and, we, and we'll train you. Or we'll work with you." Uh, but you guys, because um, I'm 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 kind of betting on you guys. I'm I'm counting on you guys to. To, to, to make some change to to advocate for for uh, stuff that we didn't advocate for because we didn't have the kind of exposure or experience that you guys have uh, uh, we don't have access to certain things like you guys have and so I think you guys really need to 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 to, to really just Ideas are cheap, like I say, and, 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 and thoughts. We can sit here and have a conversation on any particular thing, and it sounds good. Yep. But unless you actually doing it, it means absolutely nothing. And, and I know that money is a thing hard to, to come by, but don't let that uh, get in your way. Don't let that stop you. Uh, um, I, like I say, I'm betting on you guys, and, and I think 50 years down the road, you all have to, to make the difference for the next 50 years. Because I'm going to tell you, we are in very, 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 we're in, we're in a poor state right now. Um, nobody have actually taken the time to write any books on dance. Nobody have done nothing on dance. Uh, it's not, there's not even a, a curriculum for dance. You know, so I'm telling you. Right, so you guys have to make the difference, and I'm I'm betting, I'm I'm hoping that you guys will do. I'm here, always here, and I always say that to y'all. I'm always here, uh, but me, you gotta come talk and say so because I, I I don't have the energy anymore to be wasting, um, having a loose talk and giving free ideas, you know. But I would like to see you, uh, you guys. I'm betting on y'all. I am. All right. Is there anything else that, that we need to know about your association and any other plans that you have? I have some plans to, that, that's coming up, and I would like for you guys to be a part of it. Yeah. But um, um, I think that you all, you all should support the National Dance Company because uh, 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 I've been doing this company now for the past 30, 30, 30 I should say 30 years, not 30, well, 30 years, and somebody else needs to come and take this company. When is that going to happen? 
When is that going to happen? And the person have to walk through that door, show up and walk through the door and say, Mr. Bain, I'm here. But you can't, I'm not going to allow anybody to come in here and, and, and they're wishy-washy. I don't have the founder syndrome thing, you know that thing? Mm-hmm. No, I don't have that. So we need to, somebody else. So y'all going to do all of this and then y'all going to set it up that y'all going to come in here and y'all going to just take the company mm-hmm. out of my hand gently. And when you come in, gently. You know, gently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gently. Yeah. I mean, look look at it, man. Judah Jameson did it. Yeah. All right. Uh, 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 Virginia Johnson is doing uh, She did it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to a gala uh, next month. Because uh, she's now leaving the company and, and it's being passed on to Robert Garland, you know, uh, who has made a lot of sacrifices for that company, you know. So now he's he's going to be taking over the company uh, come summer, you know. And so it, it has to happen. But anytime you take over, you got to make it better. And so I'm betting on you guys to make it make the next 50 years uh, better. And um, and that's it. You know, that's that's my five cents. Anything else that you want to say? that all of the things that you said mainly what stuck um, between what you and Shawnee would have said is the visibility um, and I think in the car ride over here we actually were like we need to do it like for real so like you said visibility so we have the Baker as in the art seminar for mainly high school kids but we are opening it up to whoever wants to attend can attend so that will be one of our major events for the year Um, And then we will also have workshops throughout the year, which we will put out when we have them. We also are planning some community outreach events um, just for anybody in the community that wants to take a dance class. Um, So whether that's an elderly person or little kids, anybody in the community that wants to take a dance class, as well as networking opportunities for just dance teachers, dancers, people in the field just to network, communicate with each other. People that are interested in hiring us. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. No, seriously. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> hire us. <laughs> so those are our plans for the year. So I just want to make it, make the statement that we hear you and we see you and we want, we're taking this mantle on. We are glad that you have that faith in us and you yeah. see us taking this Next fifty years to. Well, I got to tell you all this, so I so so I can so I can criticize y'all when y'all ain't doing what you're supposed to do. So let it be known. Well, let it be known. It's good sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. Yes, we definitely, we definitely, definitely appreciate the support. We definitely intend on collaborating with the National Dance Company real soon. Well. <laughs> Just you know, keep us looped in so we can be in working together. Um, yes, and we will be leaning on you for advice and resources because we know you got them (laughs) (laughs) and you love us Oh Lord! and we love dance and we really just want to make, like you say, the next 50 years better. We want to make them count. Yeah. Growth is the big word. Well, we have to grow. We can. And uh, if you're not growing, then something is wrong. Right. Um, and you know, um, I can I can learn too. Mm-hmm. All right, I have no problems. I don't know everything. So for those people that think that I think I know everything, <laughs> I don't. Listen, I just do what I do, and I, I and I know what I know, and that's and that's the end of that. But I'm here for everybody. Um, but um, 
Well, this has been interesting. Uh, but the question, uh, so we're going we're gonna to kind of wrap this up. Um, the question that I always ask all of my guests, and this is most times to be a, 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 people get nervous when I ask this question, right? <laughs> uh, because um, uh, I always ask the question of uh, what is Bahamian? Since we are at that point in our life where we are everything that come out these days uh, you know we're, we're in acknowledgement acknowledgement of the independence I see all the flags and the colors etc 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 so it's a big thing but uh, what is Bahamian to you uh, Miss Tiara but this is a very hard question and I got very nervous when you asked this question um, Bahamian to me there are so many different facets to being Bahamian. Um, our food, for one, is something I live for. And <laughs> <laughs> probably one of my, you know, many sins of indulging in. But the food, and when I talk about Bahamian food, I don't mean when we incorporate other cultures into our food. I mean our down-home peas and rice. Uh, fried foods, all the starchy foods. Mm, all those things that are, yeah. That we shouldn't really Crack be indulging coke. in. Mm-hmm. The food, um, as well as our music. I mean, Bahamian music, when you hear that, you have no other feeling but joy and excitement and the urge to move and dance and free. Like, I went to a party last night, and it was a soca party. But during the party, there was a Bahamian section. And I mean, when I said the crowd went wild, the crowd went wild. Everybody was singing the lyrics. And it was such a pleasure to see that Although we came here to listen to another genre, we still appreciate and we still know that our Bahamian music will touch any soul and make you move. (laughs) Um, And I think our dance as well, the the little nitpicks of things that we've put together. So like our count style, like you would have said, the heel and toe polka. Um, I would say the quadrille. Which it is, but I don't think that we do it enough um, because there are a lot of young kids that don't know what it is. That even that's a word. Even <laughs> even the count style, because we were doing we're doing something for National Pride at school, and when I tell you, that five kids out of the group knew what the count style was. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think that our dance makes us who we are, but we need more people to know it so that we can share that part of who we are with the world to say that when you see that, that's me. Well, I think the association need to get commission, get some commissions so you can go and research and codify some of those dance, those, those dances idea. through that's the island. Idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, but what I just said with ideas. Yeah. Okay, all right. Achieve. Unless you're prepared to... to, to come, yeah. come, come, making sense. Yeah. Come. I think music, our music, Junkanoo, Rake and Scrape, Rake and Scrape. Our, our cultural expression. Yeah. Yeah. Even our, like the way we dress and chose your print, the, the, str- even the things some women could do with Crocus Sack. Like, like, is serious? I saying that right, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> But, like, it's, oh, man, Bahamian, be, to be Bahamian is really special. 
Um, yeah, but back to the music, though. <laughs> um, that's just something that's just inside. I feel like it's just inside us. Like, plenty of humans like to say, oh, I can't dance. I can't, I can't dance, man. But, all right, then. <laughs> when we can let the right Ronnie Butler music play, the right Ronnie Butler song, the, uh, call the fire engine. Oh. <laughs> Everybody is moved. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Even, it, like, I'm teaching something for National Pride at, at Seesaw. Everybody singing Loose Me. Everybody, everybody, like down to the new Reagan scrape, like the babies know it because it's ours. And like music is something that's so universal and so international that it's special when our little island really recognizes that like we have something special in this. Yes, we can listen to soca. Yes, we can listen to reggae. Yes, we can listen to hip hop and rap. But reggae scrape, that's us. Mm-hmm. That's Bohemian. Right. Shall I? Oh, I was like trying to think. I'm like, what does Bohemian mean? Um, I think, like both of them said, just the idea of like being happy, being joyful, be, like celebrating. I think one thing that Bohemians know how to do correctly is celebrate and be prideful and um in who they are and who um who patriotic are. yeah very patriotic uh, yes very patriotic we come together when it's when it when it matters most i yeah. think um we may you know it's just like any family you know there's dysfunction and whatever going on but at the end of the day like i don't mr bain i don't know if you you're aware but like on social media mm-hmm. If something goes wrong and someone has something to say about behaving, I know. Nation. I know. Collaborate. Special thing. <laughs> I know. The Hamas, I remember yeah. the situation with Buddy Heal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, when Shawnee fell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't mess with Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think, I listen, I my people, I love my people <laughs> to death. Listen, I, and, and I said before to somebody, that's why I, I prefer here than anywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, I think God lives here too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I, I, I'll take Bahamas any day, even their bad ways, yeah. I'm telling you, all right? You know, so, but you know something, this has been uh, um, special uh, to have you guys come in, and um, I hope uh, we can we can talk again at some point, and really, uh, as your plans start to, to unfold again, uh, that we can come and we can talk a bit about that, and I can help you guys as much as I can, I hope, the podcast. How, how was the tea? It was really good. It was so pretty. Yeah, really yeah. Tia didn't drink hers. <laughs> Tia, I can see the. Mine was the, almost done. I can see the red through that cup right there. <laughs> All right. So yeah, she didn't see. This is when you hang up with young people, right? It's okay. I'll and people, but I see people ask me why I look so young at this young age, right? I love uh, tea. Don't look <laughs> like that. All right. I'm just very full. Yeah, but see, I hang around young people. But you know, it's been it's really nice to have you here. And like I said, if you want to advertise with uh, this program, uh, you can reach me at tea and talk uh, 2023.bahamas at gmail.com. Com. And uh, you know, you can just uh, 
we can read your ad or we can, you can sponsor the whole show that'll be awesome you know we'll appreciate that so and um and thank you guys for coming and sharing thank um you. and appreciate you very much and uh and uh, I guess I'll see you guys around. Yeah. You're listening to Tea and Talk. And uh, what could I say? Have an awesome day. You're listening to the podcast Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organization.